Hey everyone, I'm Erin Saxton, that girl from Jersey. Thanks for tuning in today. We've got Kate Butler here and she's, I mean, I can't even begin to tell you and tell it properly the amount of accomplishments this woman has done, but I'm going to take a start and a stab at it and we'll just go from there. She's an author. She's a best-selling author. She's a book publisher. She has published 167, 168, there's probably going to be more by the time this airs, um, bestsellers out there. And she's a public speaker. She's an old soul. She's a mom. And she's my friend. Yay. Kate, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for being here. I mean, I'm so happy to be this here. This is a huge day for you. Yeah. So normally I talk in evergreen style, but for the, the sake of this right. accomplishment, mm -hmm. let's, so we're taping this right now. It's August. Yes. And why don't you tell everybody about this day? Yes. Because so, it's really fun. It's so fun. It's so fun. And it's fun to be here on this day, to have a place to really, you know, ground in the celebration yeah. also, right? Uh, so today was the book launch for our fifth book in the Inspired Impact book series. Um, women Who Illuminate. Women Who Illuminate. And it went number, it was number two at 9 a.m., which amazing. was absolutely amazing because our authors are from all around the world so it's 9 a.m on the east coast right and then we continue to go backwards in time for all of our authors so it's super early for our people in australia and all of those places wow. right um but yes number two at 9 a.m and then we continued to climb in all different categories so i think when all was said and done we were number one across at least 10 categories and also uh, number one internationally as well so it's really neat it's amazing and so I'm going to ask a few questions because with my background in marketing, I'm, I do know some of these answers. But how does that happen? So the way that it happens in this particular series um, is that in the Inspired Impact book series, we take 30 authors per book to share their stories in the way of a chapter. Um, and so when you have 30 authors per book, um, each person along with their story is doing this because they have the intention of inspiring and helping other people in some way, whatever their core brilliance is, right? And they want to bring that story and that brilliance out to the world um, in a specific way to help their audience. And so they're tapping into their audience and saying, I want to share this with you. I want you to be a part of my world in this way. So would you be willing to share this with me on launch day? So in essence, we have marketing partners. Right. So for our launch day, so it's not just me marketing the book on launch day or even just our 30 authors marketing it. It's all of us marketing it, plus all of our partners, plus all of their communities. And that's how we go viral. I love that. So when I and we know each other, we mm -hmm. have a lot of mutual friends. And I just recently spoke at your conference, Dare to Dream. Yes. Which was amazing. Thank and you. it was wonderful. And I just felt really welcomed and loved. And but one of the messages at other conferences that I've talked about under similar genres is that I always say authors short change, short change themselves. Mm. So in other words, if your book has 15 chapters in it, mm -hmm. a lot of people just say, here's my book, and they throw it mm. against the wall, the proverbial wall, and see what sticks. Okay, I say, and I have been for years, 15 chapters, 15 marketing tactics, 15 ways to communicate out 15, 15, 15. Yeah. You have 12 chapters, 12 chapters, 12 ways. Right. 18 chapters, get it. You know, so it's essentially, I love this <laughs> because you've just validated that you're taking now how many, so there's 30 oh, authors, yeah. so 30 chapters. Right. If you think about it that yes. way for my peeps at home, 30 different marketing plans, 30 different routes, 30 different, you know, 
mentors and associates and 30 different families and Mm -hmm. 30 different groups of friends and 30 different walks of life and tribes and community. Absolutely. But even then, okay, yes, so awesome job to the women. But still, I have to take it back to you because you must sprinkle magic in the air (laughs) to get number one across. And this isn't your first dance. Right. You've done this for how many other times? 167. Like I just said, right? So, but it's like that's the same formula of right. marketing mm-hmm. and it's that step and repeat process. That's brilliant. Thank you. And it, it sounds like we've been saying the same thing in a slightly different way, right? Because what I promise the people who are buying the book and the audience that has followed us since book one, since Women Who Ignite, which was the first book in the series, is we say, this will be a book that will help and inspire you. This will be a book that will leave you with hope um, and leave you motivated to really be the best version of yourself. Um, But it's also going to be a resource for you. And it's a promise, a very specific promise that we make to every single person who reads and buys our book. And so we say, if you are inspired, you'll also know what to do next. You'll also have your plan. You'll also have your route, your, you know, all of the things that you just said. Uh, So that's a promise that we make to our audience. And uh, that's something that we've been saying all along as well. So I'm completely aligned with you on that. When you really support your author so it's you, yes. you're saying it, i know what we're saying it sounds easy like 30 different marketing plans but you you know you work with them they you have a support team that supports them and right. they're on group calls and mm-hmm. you know they kind of don't have to just wake up and shazam know how to be a book author they don't right. they don't need to know that you're there to help them well that's the that's the beauty of what we do and um You know, I have just found that as I have gone through um, really going after these different dreams in my life, that it's just more fun when I do it with someone, right? And so this this book series came about because there was a group of my clients who wanted to share their... First of all, everyone has a story, but not everyone knows how to write their story. Mm. And many people want to share their story because they believe that they have not gone through this in vain. They want to share it so that they can help someone else even if it's one person out there that may need what they have gone through and can help them through it a little bit quicker, faster, you know, and and help them ease a little bit to know that they're not alone, right? Um, And so there was a group of women who said, I want to share my story and I have had a dream of becoming an author and of writing a book, but I don't know where to begin and I don't want to become a publisher and I don't want to get into editing and I don't want to figure out the logistics of how to put it together. So what do we do? And I said, let's do it together, have fun with it. And, you know, that's really where that, that came from. So I can help through the logistical pieces of it that I enjoy doing and my team enjoys doing. And then they just get to show up and really just share their story from their heart. Mm. So with that, the stories become really genuine and authentic because they're sharing from their heart and then directly connecting with the hearts of their audience. And I really believe that's why this series has been so successful. That's awesome. And so name the books in the series. So the first group that your maiden voyage of this, what book was that? Women Who Ignite. Okay. Yes. And then it went to? Women Who Inspire. Okay. Yes. Women Who Influence, Women Who Impact, and Women Who Illuminate, which wow. launched today. Wow. Okay. So yes. we've been we've been doing this for a while. And now you're starting... And I remember when you showed up to Dare to Dream, you're like, what's with all the eyes? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> well, because everybody, like, you have name tags. Right. And, like, underneath your name, it would be, like, I, or, like, they'd say, like, I inspire, and they'd have all these things. And I did my research of where, of you, but I guess I didn't link it together that it was 30 authors and a book series and a set. So I was like, 
okay, I, I ignite. Like I just was like, what, do I get an I word? And then there was like only a few people that didn't have. Right. Now I realize that those were like, you have tons of authors. Like you have right. such community. It's amazing. Yeah. Were you beautiful. always close and working with women? Like how did that, how did this all start for you? So that's a really great question. So uh, because it actually started when I published my first book, which was a children's book. Oh, wow. So my first children's book was called More Than Mud. I was working in um, corporate America. And I was not having so much fun anymore in corporate America. I don't know why. I don't have any idea why I'm that would shocked. be. But I'm shocked by this. <laughs> no fun in corporate? I'll tell you. I mean, pushing the papers were so good for so long, but it just became not my thing it's anymore. It's like a cardio workout. Like. <laughs> so I said to my husband, I want to open up my own company. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to do this anymore. And I will take everything I've learned from corporate and I'll just work from home. And this was right around the time that I had my first daughter. So... I basically said to him, I'm getting real transparent here. I said, I want to um, empty out my 401k account and start my own company. Wow. And he was like, oh, is, is that right? <laughs> is that what you want to do? <laughs> OK. And what's, what's just, your plan, B? <laughs> there's people at home that go, oh, I love that she even had a 401k. <laughs> I mean, so, but fair enough. Good question. But still, right? So That's it, scary. It was super scary. We were new parents, new first-time parents at Aww. the time. We had just bought a, a new house, you know, our first house. Um, and it, it was a very uncertain time. Um, but I, ju- I just had to do it. There was just something inside me that said I cannot work for anyone else any longer. And the things that I wanted to teach my daughter, I wasn't living. Mm. Does that make sense? And yes. that is really where it turned for me. So I started my own company, which was in staffing and recruiting, because that's what I had done in corporate. Um, so I built that company, and I worked in that company for about three years. And it was great and it was successful. And I was bored out of my mind. Oh my gosh. And so again, I had to check in and say, what is going on here where I am doing all the things I feel like I should be doing, should. but I'm still it's not that fulfilled, word should. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was shitting on myself. Yeah. So- Stop <laughs> shooting yourself. And so that was when I said, um, I'm going to figure out really you know, like what, what I am doing here. And it brought me to want to share the way that I really want, like the way that I viewed the world with my children. Mm-hmm. So I took all of these ideas and principles and perspectives of how I saw the world, which was always quite different than the way other people saw the world. And I turned it into, translated it into a language that children can understand, which became the first book, More Than Mud. Awesome. Um, and it's all about looking at things from a positive perspective. And so who buys children's books? Moms. So moms were saying, my kids love this book and they love finding the hidden ladybug, but I feel like I'm getting like life lessons when I read this at bedtime. Do you have anything for adults? It was like Shrek. Yes. You know, like Shrek was like the comedy for adults <laughs> yeah. was there because he knew they were, or they knew we were going to have to watch it a hundred times. Yes. So we'd get all those inside jokes. And Absolutely. then the kids were just like, oh, he's green, you know? Absolutely. But here I'm just changing their life, but they don't really know it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so How wonderful. I started coaching um, when people kept asking. And then I started hosting women's retreats. And it was really bringing women together in a safe, supported, empowering environment that really began my tribe. And the people who began attending those retreats six years ago are still in, were in that room at Dare to Dream that, that, you, were, that you saw wow. last week. And so, um, you know, they've been to 20 of my events. They don't miss it. They don't miss a single one, you know, and it just grows every time. And every time they come, they bring five more people. And that is how it started. That's so, they're so, mm-hmm. they're so devout. And, 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 still- and I, as I am to them. Uh, well, I was just going to say, yeah. I mean, if you saw Kate 
at the conference. I mean, all day, all night, I saw you with, you were always with somebody from the group, not just your inner circle. Right. You were, and then no one knew who I was and yeah. before, and I was riding in the elevator, and they were just euphoric that mm. they were going to be there. And they it was real love. Like, they were like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you in so long. And, and these weren't rah-rah girls. Right. Which I'm so grateful for. Me too. <laughs> so before we started rolling the camera, we were talking about, I said, you know, I, I like women, but not like all women, which I don't, but a lot of these like women's groups, you think like, go women. Like, and to me, I'm like, oh gosh, like that just, right. I just want to be like, go everybody. And there's going to be groups of guys and girls yes. and, and everybody, but collectively to just, it always worries me when I see a, a company headed in one direction because I always feel badly for the people that are left out sure right yeah but you know there's tons of great women's groups that of course are just there for women because we need to stick together so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a little two-faced with the whole concept quite frankly you know <laughs> um but your group and I've spoken at a lot of different groups and so far I should just shut up because everybody's been lovely but your group I don't know if it's because it's New Jersey <laughs> I mean, Kate's a Jersey girl, right? right? So um, you pull from, at least in this area, right. I know we could be in California and then I'd see your California people. But, you know, in this area, we had Philly, New Jersey, Delaware. You know, I even met yeah. somebody with your mom, yes. right? Eileen. Yes. Was there. And I said my name and I said, oh, she said where she lived. And I said, oh, my family's from there. It turns out that her husband... God rest his soul. Yes. And my father went to college together. And she knew my dad and like, I don't know, Lord knows what they did. Isn't that wild? Crazy. Absolutely wild. That's yes. where I love a good women's conference. Exactly. Because the pretense by that point, you're just chatting. Mm -hmm. There's no like, you know, I don't know, pretense. Well, right, exactly. When you can really get into the real conversation. So it's not rah-rah. We're not playing up here, you know, on the surface level. We're there to really connect, have real conversations, and really get to the meat of everything. And and, and that's what you did with Eileen and with so many other people there. Oh, it was amazing. It was fun. Yeah. It was a fun time. It was It was fun. a fun time. So you said should have, you know, stop, I stopped shooting myself. Yes. And, you know, it's a... It's not a term that is widely known, but it's such a pun and it's fun. Mm -hmm. But, you know, how can we tell if you're doing that to yourself? There's people out there that they, they'll laugh and they'll think that's funny and they'll right. like play on words. But mm -hmm. how can somebody just let's give some advice out there. We might as well. It's the mm -hmm. least we could do. <laughs> but how do we how can people identify whether they're shoulda, woulda, coulda themselves? Mm -hmm. Well, I can say the first few things that I began doing right when I started to recognize that something isn't right here in my life everything looks really great on the outside but inside it's a big old hot mess mm. and so what can I do to fix this because I at that point now had two little girls that were looking up to me and I couldn't be a hot mess for them so if I wasn't going to do it for myself I was at least going to do it for them and that's really where it began and so I really started to allow my emotions to become my indicator so mm. if I if I was feeling completely off and completely bad hanging around certain people, I really needed to make a change in that regard. If I was feeling bad going down this road or doing these activities or working in this job, I needed to start to say, what could be another option for me, right? So the only reason we ever feel bad about anything in our life or we feel disappointed or 
we feel like something could be better is because there is a reference point of something that we would prefer, right? So if we start to follow those emotions and really allow ourselves to ease into what we would prefer, then that can be, you know, our first avenue into what could be possible for us and what could be next. Um, And the second thing I did, which I attribute so much of, you know, really my coming into my life purpose, you know, if if I'm really being frank with you, um, is beginning to reflect every day. Um, And I I meditate. I grew up praying, right? And I, I still do both. But for me, praying is asking and talking and communicating. And meditation is receiving and being silent and um, just allowing your inner guidance to show up, right? If we are yes. quiet enough to listen, you know, but we will never forget to recharge our phone. At, and if we do, if we forget to charge our phone at night, we're having a bad morning the next morning, right? <laughs> so we don't forget to do that. We don't forget to charge our computers. We don't forget to charge our electronics. But how often do we actually recharge ourselves? Mm-hmm. So I began to follow my emotion to guide me to what I would prefer. And then I would spend each day allowing myself to recharge and fill up so that I was so full that I could actually be overflowing and then give out to others. Um, and that was really how I began to stop shitting on myself. <laughs> I love that. No, and thank you for being so honest. So on the East Coast, yoga is now coming in. But, you know, we have so many friends on the West Coast that they'll just they've been meditating and their great grandmothers have been meditating and you know and they make their own dog biscuits (laughs) and granola and which is awesome Mm -hmm. awesome no emails needed um but you know on the east coast it's a different vibe here as you know so when you started meditating (laughs) i just gotta ask and i don't even it's not like i know this answer but if you're from new jersey you're gonna have a an interesting answer what did your parents say when they knew you started to meditate well, let's start with my husband. Okay. He was like, what's happening with your life right now? <laughs> Who are you? Because <laughs> yeah, it's just from New Jersey. I mean, and people all over the world, I'm positive, will be seeing this. But from New Jersey, we don't talk this way. Right. <laughs> Correct. So what yes. did he say to you? He was just like, you bait and switched me. Like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> this isn't, a, you know. You were one and now you're another. What's happening? Namaste where you are. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Exactly. And so I said, you know, we can always go back to the way that we were. And I can always go back to who I was. So I am going to try this for 30 days because everyone is saying that 30 days is the turning point and you will begin to see transformational life shifts and I'm willing to give that a shot also to develop any kind of positive habit absolutely or any kind of yucky habit for that matter absolutely seems to be 30 is the number right 30 I love when I tie it all together (laughs) we planned that we did we did it so okay so you tried it for 30 days yes and within that 30 days I noticed an internal shift before the 30 days. and But that wasn't anything tangible that my engineer husband could sink his teeth into by saying I felt inner peace for the first time, which I absolutely did. Wow. But that was, I didn't know it was possible to feel happiness not connected with something external. Mm-hmm. So when my husband would come home and he had a good day, I had a good day. But if he had a bad day, then all of a sudden my good day went down here. Sure. Right? And same thing with my kids. Like everything was fine as long as they were fine. But if they weren't fine, then I was having a tough day. That's tough, though. I mean, this is, mm-hmm. let's just stay on this for mm-hmm. one second. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Because as moms, as wives, as girlfriends, as, you know, mistresses, just kidding. <laughs> um, I just feel like there's this, we're an ebb and a flow. And so, you know, we're filling in the gray void to make it whole. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. And um, yeah, so if they're coming home with a bad day, 
I'm like I'm like a chameleon. I was saying mm-hmm. to somebody that it's almost like if you're sad now I'm maybe I'm such an empath. Honestly, if now if I'm being frank with you, is like mm-hmm. I can feel what you're feeling right now. Mm-hmm. I'm a really good read, right? And so it's great for interviewing or sales or, or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as a mom, as a girlfriend, when I know they're hurting, it's hard to then still be like I'm good. Absolutely. And but still be able to be there mentally and emotionally for them, but mm-hmm. just to know that you're standing in your, I'm good, right? Well, absolutely. So there's a couple of things there. So as humans, our human nature is that we want to be in um, in compliance or in alignment with our partner, the people that we are closest to in our lives from a vibrational and energetic standpoint, which whether you believe in it or not, Everything is energy. Sure. And so our being wants to be in harmony with the people that we are closest with. And generally, those are the people that we live with. So if our partner's energy drops and we've meditated and our energy is higher, right? Because that's what happens when you are charging yourself, mm-hmm. as we talked about earlier, right? And so if you aren't aware of that, what will happen when someone in your house is having a bad day is automatically human nature is to be in harmony with the vibration that they're at. So you will actually lower your vibration to match them because that feels better to you just to be comfortable than to be out of harmony with your partner. Um, And so when you're aware of that happening, you can do certain things and meditation or reflection or journaling is are those things to remain in a high vibration and be aware that you're making a conscious intentional decision to stay at a higher vibration regardless of where anyone else in the household is so that's one of the first things that you can do but Speaking of awareness on this topic, that's really mm-hmm. the biggest thing because that's where everything shifted for me when I said, I want to write a children's book so that my children can understand the way that I look at life. It was because I realized upon going down these roads that weren't extremely terrible, but they weren't my my soul's mission. Mm-hmm. It wasn't why I'm I wasn't here to be a recruiter. I wasn't here to open up that company. Now those were stepping stones for me to get here where I should be. So it wasn't that they were they were done um you know, and they were the wrong path per se. But everything leads to something, right? True. And so it led me to here. But when I got to a place where I said I'm unhappy, it was because I was, like you said, a chameleon showing up really big for my job, showing up really big for my kids, showing up really big for my husband, showing up as a daughter and a mom and a colleague. But there was nowhere in my life where I was actually showing up for myself. And I can identify right? with that. I mean, honestly, I sit in that all the time, mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and that's, I think we all do more than we realize we do. And so I think that that's why I, I'm so glad we're talking about this because, you know, I don't know what everybody's first step is or second step or third step to to get on this journey. Right. But I really would love everybody East Coast or not, to be on this journey. And th- the other thing I think is important to to figure out and to identify is, so if you keep a high vibrational tone, that doesn't mean we should identify this because now we'll have some people in both our communities that are like, that's it, I'm meditating. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they drive everyone in their family crazy. So if they do come home, family members from a bad day, that does not mean you have to then recruit and cheer them up all the time like right they're allowed nothing to, to do with them have their own vibrational tone like mm-hmm. you're now not the new recruiter poster child mm-hmm. for high vibrations right right so let's talk about that a little bit mm-hmm. like how how often is somebody 
staying in a low vibration. I mean, after a while, there is something, I guess, that needs to be done because then you're just constantly going to be a disconnect. But eventually, do the low vibrational people come around? Well, generally speaking, (laughs) yes. So um, because it's natural in a human state to want to be in harmony with your partner, if you remain high... high like we're talking about for for long enough your partner will actually rise up to meet you and it will take some time but they will start to say okay this pattern isn't working anymore like every time I go this way I'm kind of hitting a a wall because you're no longer there to meet them right Right. yes and so they start to say okay what could be different here so I can get in harmony maybe I can go this way and they'll try different things and eventually they'll begin to raise up to meet you so that's what generally will happen does it happen every single time Probably not, but if you're in a healthy relationship where you really want to be um, connecting with your partner, then yes, that's what will happen. What are some quick ways people can start to meditate and start to, and -hmm. if you don't want to say meditation, that's fine. It doesn't, you don't have to call it that. Journal, (laughs) diary, get, just jot post-it notes. We don't care. Just start becoming aware of your body's telling you something. Mm -hmm. If, if, if internally and if you're not listening it'll start telling you physically absolutely i mean big time big time right (laughs) so what are some quick and easy ways that people can do is there a certain apps you love Mm -hmm. i mean maybe we'll get new sponsors for your book and my show (laughs) right let's plug it but no are there, there things that you automatically do like who taught you how to meditate um so that's a great question. Who taught me how to meditate? I believe the first book I ever read on it was called Madly Chasing Peace by Dina Proctor. Mm. Um, and she teaches short meditations throughout the day. Um, so anybody can sit for five minutes type of thing, right? So to I actually believe that she teaches what's called a three by three. So it's three minutes, three times a day. Um, so what, why that really worked for me was, first of all, you can do anything for three minutes, sure. right? Um, as hard as that actually is in Even the beginning. Even planks. When you're, well, I mean, let's not get crazy. I can't do that <laughs> for three minutes. <laughs> you can do anything but planks for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and just when you're, you know, kind of – so when you meditate, the point is that you were born with everything you need to know for your own life, right? I don't know what's best for you. Like you said, I don't know what your steps are for everybody out there. And that's absolutely true, and, and neither do I. But everyone else does know for themselves. Mm. And when you can begin to tap in, you begin to access the internal guidance that everyone has that's just simply guiding you to your best next step, what's for the highest and best for you. And that's really all it's about. There's no pressure. There's no right or wrong way. It's just tapping into that inner guidance for what is best for your life, right? So, um, but the three by three could be a great way. And right when you're about to say, okay, like I'm feeling like those old thoughts are creeping in again, those negative thoughts, it's time for another three minutes. So you get back on track with positive thoughts again. You release the negative thoughts, you call in what you want, right? And release what you don't. And then right when they creep back in again, it's another time to have a three minute meditation. Um, And so that can be a very helpful process to people to begin to reset uh, your which we you know you can reset your brainwaves by doing that. Absolutely. I mean, so I also um, do that for making any kind of big decisions. I mean, so much so it's all intuitive for me now. Like yeah. I'll just get it a stomach ache if I know it's bad, or just it's all like right. a little bit of a thing. Yes. But in the beginning, um, when I didn't know what my insides, let's say, or my mm-hmm. heart or my soul was trying to tell me, I just I just found myself saying, okay, wait, just give me a second. 
Okay, wait, hold it. Just give me a second. That's us saying, yes. like, we just need to listen. Yes. And in that peace and quiet mm-hmm. are our answers. Absolutely. In theory. So it's not even just, to your point, it's happy thoughts, yes, but it's also, let's really think about this. Because yes. instead of just making a decision because all the other moms are doing mm-hmm. it, or because your husband wants you to do it, or your mom... Yes. Your mom wants you to do it, mm-hmm. right? That's a big one mm-hmm. in my life. I know of a yeah. lot of moms that are still very forces in here on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I need to do a whole segment on that. Like East Coast moms with grown kids. Yeah. Town Hall <laughs> next on NBC Coming News. Like, next. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's there's not one person in this room from New Jersey that isn't like, yes, book that show. Um you know, so I think that is kind of like figuring out through meditation or just pausing. So you go, is this what I want to do? Or is this what they want me to do? Or is this yes. what my kid wants me to do? Absolutely. Like, and is it is it in my highest and best good? Because in theory, if we're doing great, then we'll be great for everybody else. But if we're broken, this is how I'm feeling it. But if we're broken or we're not able to, you know, our, our cell phone's only like on 3% battery, right. I don't really think I'm going to start a long text, mm-hmm. you know, or I'm not going to start this big decision. I'm certainly not going on Amazon and buying something. It's going to, before right. I can hit send and purchase it. Right. Right. So our things are just going to break down unless we're exactly. really full. Well, right. Battery and life. you're beginning to, with your charging your battery life, you're beginning to trust yourself. And that is what is creating those new neuro, neuro pathways in your brain, which we're referring to. Mm-hmm. And that is what becomes transformational change in your life. Yeah. Um, but there are different ways of meditating. So sitting and meditating in, in a traditional mindfulness meditation is one way. You can do guided meditations. I have a SoundCloud account where I people can access a ton of you know rec- pre-recorded meditations. Um, but you mentioned journaling. That's a great way to connect with yourself just by allowing whatever shows up to show up. You can just write whatever you think about without any planning, without any editing, just allowing yourself to be with yourself and write whatever shows up. Um, running and exercising is a great way to meditate as well. I don't well. know what you're talking Me about. Me either. I don't do that one. But I don't hear you. <laughs> There's something's wrong do with not this compute. mic. <laughs> I do not understand your Martian ways. <laughs> exercise. Dear goodness, my body screams at me for that. I don't want to have that conversation. But yes, for most, uh, for some people, it's running. It and can exercise. be great to allow your body to be engaging in the autopilot activities. So it gives your brain a rest from having to think about something because your body knows how to run without telling it to run. So it frees your brain up to uh, begin to get into that reflection or that meditative state. Mm-hmm. Um, so walks in nature, hiking, like any of those things can also be great that ways counts. to reconnect with yourself. That counts. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be all airy, fairy, cupcakes and unicorns. And Just it usually go outside, isn't. Yes. Kind of yeah. settle your soul and settle your mind. And there, you're meditating. So yes. before we wrap up, I'd yes. love for you to tell everybody watching about your next book. Mm-hmm. So what's coming? So we know we made all the bestseller list, right? We're so number grateful. one and mm-hmm. we're all across the country and world. Um, but you're looking for authors for a new book. Tell yes. us what that book is called and the vibe about that book, just yeah. in case somebody's interested. Absolutely. So thank you for that. So the series really began with that moment that we're talking about where people made a stand in their life to say, I was going this way and I'm going to 
choose to go in a new direction. And with that, I'm reigniting my life and my passion for life. And so that was our first book, Women Who Ignite. And it was all about that moment where they began to make that shift. Mm -hmm. Women Who Inspire was about people living that life and inspiring others to do the same, not just having that moment, but then acting on it and really living it. Mm. Women Who Influence was now influencing other people to come along with them in the journey. Women Who Impact was now that you have influence over people, what kind of impact are you making on the world? And then Illuminate is taking that impact and really shining that light for all to step into their light and into their power. And so now that we are here, shining this light upon the world. Right. So we're illuminating. Yes, we're illuminating. Now that we're officially lit up. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) What comes next? Yeah. And so now it's women who rise. Oh. And so now we're looking to rise up together um, in the community that we've spoken about and with, you know, connecting women all over the globe to rise. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And what kind of stories do you think you'll find there? Like, yeah, so we're looking for stories of people who feel like they have made, they have um, overcome something in their life and they have chosen to uh, not allow that to keep them down, but they have chosen to rise above circumstances. They have chosen to make a choice to, you know, rise above a challenge, rise above, um, yeah, different things that have come that have been unexpected, you know, so we're also looking for people who are leading communities that are rising up, right? So any of these things would be um, an opportunity for a great conversation. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if people want to get in touch with you or become an author or just they're now fans and they love you like I love you and mm-hmm. they want to come to one of our seminars or Yay. conferences and yes. listen to dorky people like me speak. No, I'm just the only dork. Everyone else is awesome and really great. Um, where can people find you? Tell everybody how they can connect with you. Sure. So Kate Butler books all over social media. Um, so on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. So um, Kate Butler books there and then katebutlerbooks.com for my website. And any of those places are awesome places to connect. Awesome. Yes. Kate, thank Thank you so much for being here. And thank thank you you. all for joining us and hanging in with some topics that might not be so familiar in the land of New Jersey. But it is. I I don't think we give ourselves enough credit. I think we're more evolved than the world gives us credit for. So thank you very much. And thank you. And we'll see you all soon.